Welcome back to the Money Hill, your number one COD pod with a betting focus, taking you through all the matches and majors of the 2021 CDL season. My name is Scoot. We're back for stage three major. I'm here, of course, with Nikita and Chris. How's everybody doing today? I just love to get this out of the way earlier. I'm so pumped. I'm good, man. Yeah, I am so excited for this major. I think, unlike the other majors where it felt like we had a clear cut winner from the beginning with phase obviously this one feels like there could be a lot of opportunity i mean we're going to be most likely getting phase toronto right off the rip um day two in the matchup so i'm very excited for this week it is pretty it is pretty hype especially after i mean i agree i think the last week has been super exciting just seeing the performance of some teams um and I'm I'm super excited to see how they all match up in the major when everything's on the line. I mean, we can kind of jump straight into the recap if you want, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I as well am very excited for major three. Um, I think I agree with Chris. There's like a lot of teams that can come out on top here, and the clear favorite, of course, is Toronto. Just the way they're playing, they dropped one map the entire stage. I think so good. Um, yeah, unbelievable from them. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm down to keep this pretty open for him um, and kind of take it through like the recap of last week. But what do you guys think, I guess, were the highlights and the lowlights and, and who really showed out and who didn't? I think like, I mean, I don't want to jump on it too early or anything, but like the clear shit weekend was Chicago. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think we can all agree there, like one, three, New York. And then, yeah, they go one, three lost to New York and then oh, three to Atlanta. Um Obviously, a lot of drama surrounding the Atlanta loss, which was like quite interesting. If, if we can get into that as well, but let's talk about the New York loss first. And, well, should and what we, you guys should we jump there. into the Atlanta loss because that's probably going quicker, and then we can go back. Well, yeah. So, I mean, they didn't deserve to win that series, and I'm not going to argue that they did. Um, they're not playing as a team, and and from what Scump kind of said during a Warzone stream recently, it sounds like a lot of their chemistry is off to an extent. Um, they need to like trade more. They If you're not going to slay out, and, and that's what they kind of depend on, you need to at least have like one-to-one trading, which is what they don't have right now. Like when you're playing from behind, you have to at least be able to to get the kill um, and trade your teammate out. But the server issue is kind of the highlight there with uh, them playing Atlanta on the Atlanta server while Atlanta is in Atlanta. How many times can I say Atlanta in a sentence? <laughs> Atlanta? It's just like... Atlanta's pinging at like nine to 15 and they're at like 50 to 60, which is a clear discrepancy. Um, and I think somebody from the CDL should have figured that out. So I don't think they deserve to get beaten that badly. If, if no, that, that that's yeah horrendous. It was, it was really poor out of the league. Um, but again, I don't think they deserve to win that match. So, I mean, let me know what you guys think. I, I don't know. Chris is just going to say they got smoked. No, I agree. I, I, I'm before Chris comes in with hyperbolic statements of the the state of uh, Atlanta. Uh, of sorry, Chicago. I agree. I don't think they deserve to win it. But when you're putting um, a team at that much of a disadvantage, just even the mental state from the start. Like if you play game one and you notice that difference, and you know that the fucking shit show that is a CDL won't rectify it, it just kills all motivation. What's even the point? Because phase, you know, phase is good enough. They're not going to let you win with that sort of handicap. No, no way. Well, never. Most importantly, zero and two this weekend on Chicago map one. So, 
yet again Chicago fading Chicago map one. I even and this is where I was alluding to early. I went through and did look at every single Chicago match this entire year and wanted to bring this statistic right to the forefront. Gentlemen, what do you think Chicago's map one win loss rate is over the entire stage one, stage two, stage two, and stage three? And I'm not including the preseason because that was the preseason. Didn't even matter. What's the total number? What's the total number? I'll even tell you this. They have played 22 matches. I would say somewhere around eight and 14. Eight wins, 14 losses. So you're agreeing yep. that the fate, the fading of the map one is actually a thing. I thought you guys I were mean, like, especially now. I think, I think consistently recently they've been losing it. Um, and their response look like shit. So yeah, at the moment, Nikita, do you have a number for me? 60%. 60% wins or losses? Yeah. Wins. Oh, so you are saying, so while Scoots is like 8 and 14, you're saying basically well, because 14 I, and 8. I know what you want. <laughs> I know what you want. So, you know, I'm clearly I am unbiased. For the entertainment of the podcast. Uh, 100% <laughs> Optic Chicago wins more map ones than they lose. You're a fucking moron if you think otherwise. There's no fucking way this is true. Just I don't believe in math. All I'm saying is I identified a trend and the statistics prove my trend. So what I will tell you is in stage one, they were actually yeah. a winning percentage. It was five and four. So for a loss percentage of 44%. So you would have actually lost money if you always bet against optic and uh there we go i was right thank you in stage two moving on and just give us the total the total is 10 and 12 so it's actually not as bad as you guys think it is it's a loss percentage of 54 percent so if you only bet and i did not do this because i don't have the old odds but basically the point is if the number is above 2.0 you should take it take it you should always take that but if it's anywhere kind of below that like 1.86 or like 1.9 then it's actually not a good bet i mean the thing is i'd fucking take it in every respawn right now like they don't look like a team it looks like it's reminiscent of dallas early um relying on kind of individual play and in that regard like at the moment like optic can't play respawns and and they're not playing them well at all like that trend Yes, sure, you identified it, but it, it also started like maybe five, six matches ago where they just started losing pretty much every single one. Um, That's not and, even, and I mean, that actually credit, is not true. Sure. That is not even true. Right now they're two and three. So of the last five matches, they've won two and lost three. So it's not, you know, that is 60% loss record, but it was really outsized, overly weighted based off of the past two weeks where they've gone 0 and 3. Uh, they had one match in the week two of stage three, and they had obviously two last week, so they're zero and three for the last three. But uh, they yeah, won. I'm, I'm kind of looking at map four as well. They they have not performed well in hard point, just generally. Right, I, just I like not gen- to more control. Just yeah. I mean, like to cut through to cut through it all. Like Chicago is not performing like a top four team. No, at all. Not right now. And and rather they have flashes of it where we're like, ooh, okay, they're starting to play like a top four team, and you think like, okay, this is. This is what I expected. Um, I think the London home series was the last time we saw that. Uh, 3-1 Ravens, 3-0 Surge. They looked really clean. But it, it it's flashes of good and generally mediocre. 
Yeah, no, right, I'm not well, saying that, but they're they're a bottom six team. I think they are where they sh- should be, which is top six, but they're not in that top four category at all. They they take care of bad teams and they they lose the matches to good teams. Yeah. At least that's currently how it goes. Um, to kind of move past optic because there's a lot of shit to talk about that happened last week. Um, a lot of matches to go through. I mean, what else do you guys think is significant? Because I like NYSL, great yeah. week for them. I mean. They threw one Chicago, um, take care of business there. And then they also threw one LA Thieves, new roster, not a lot of practice, difficult situation. Um, but they looked really impressive in hard point just across the board. And, and in some regard, unbeatable with Hydra. Um, well, I think he's been unbelievable. Going off of yeah, that, he, obviously, yeah, NYS, great. They've been playing very well. Other things that jump out to me, and sorry, Nick, I to cut you off, but I don't care. Um what the fuck is going on with the mutineers? I swear to God, maybe I'm mis <laughs> maybe I'm misremembering something, but weren't we like, oh, they're a last place team? These guys are dead. You know, every so often, awakening awakes, right? Whatever the fuck Scoot's little like thing was that wasn't even that funny, but it's so like damn woke, yeah. But it's like, what the fuck is happening with these guys? They finish in second place in their group, and now they're in the winners bracket. Um, the group is pretty right. garbage, though. They 3 0 Dallas Empire, you know, and transparently, like a 3 2 win against LAG was actually pretty good. Like, LAG is no joke. They're in the losers bracket. Um, They're going mm. against, oh, don't you worry. I'm I'm prepped for that. Uh, But Mutineer is like, are they, are they like sneaky good? They have flashes of brilliance. I, my only note for this was, how do you have a weekend like this LMAO? That's what it says. Um, and, and yeah, you talked about like the 3-0 Dallas, and that was great from them. I mean, Dallas is also not playing to their top kind of form um, at all, especially since the switch. They don't look very good. But like the 3-2 to LAG, I get where you're about to come from. I mean, like they take a lot of games to the map five, um, et cetera. They don't finish them off, though, uh, and and I expected Florida to win this, and it's good on them that they were able to beat LAG in search, which is kind of their bread and butter and always has been uh, in a certain regard. But, like, I don't know. It was a bizarre weekend. I mean, their group is also fairly weak, so that kind of points to, like, why they would finish in second. Um, but, yeah, it was, it's pretty interesting to see them in the winner's bracket. I don't know. Yeah, no way would I have expected that. It, it it's but I think for me it's more a testament of how bad everything else was that they somehow managed to scrape into the winners. Yeah. What do you, Chris? What do you? What do you? I mean, LAG two three two losses. It just speaks to the fact that they're gonna take games to map five, but like they're not gonna finish them off. Um, that's pretty much where I'm coming from on that. By the way, and it's actually three two three losses across the entire stage. Um which is kind of crazy. If you actually look at the number of maps that they've won, they've won just as many maps as a couple of the three and two teams. Um, and they're one in four. So I think LAG is actually, I hear you scoot saying basically they just can't close on S and D that's worth noting. Um, if only they had had, if they had, what's his name, who they let go, who was a, you know, S and D murderer. Livid. Yeah. Livid. W. Yep. And so, that seems to be an error, but like they're competing, right? They are actually, they didn't get swept except for against their ultra. Uh, they three owed the Legion, which I guess we've agreed that the Legion's the worst team currently. I think they are. Yeah. Um, I, I, do, I think 
I think it's I think LAG is a force to be reckoned with if they can just figure out like a little bit of S and D. I think they're actually well, yeah, but there's potential. Teams. That's like Seattle Surge and Mutiny. No, like no, no, no. It's years. not the Seattle Surge, and this is a massive point that I'm going to be bringing up. I mean, yeah, let's talk about their opponent coming up. I mean, is it time to give up on Seattle? Like two, yes, three, they're fucking and- awful. No, they're yeah, not. They, they, they won. Are not. If, they no, won that's, that's four the maps if all stage. Watching, they won if four you maps. Actually, watch how they. I play, am. They are not awful. They just they out of everyone suck at closing. They'll trade. They'll be doing fine, and then suddenly they just kind of fall apart mid match. But if you look at them, how they're playing individually, at the very least, it's not fucking awful. The only Nikki, thing that has me this is an like, individual game. This is a team. Yeah, but no, but it, you just said, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, but figuring out one thing is not the, the, every team can do that. That's something saying like you if if Seattle Surge figure out how to close out their games, which I think is their number one problem, they'll shoot up. And you can say that. What? Why can't you say that about Mutineers as well? Nikki. I mean, they're they're fighting for a spot. There's a bunch um, of teams that are decent, and if they figured out that one thing, if Optic Chicago figured out how to play together, they'd be a top two team. So, so my point is this, which is, we have this like we watch, we think that Seattle is better than they are. We just do, and the reality is, when you look at the fucking hard numbers of it, they have won four maps all stage. They are four and fifteen, which is abysmal. The next closest one is Paris, who we just said is the fucking shittiest team, and they've won five maps. I'm They're not saying five that, and yeah, but you're you're not you're not hearing what I'm saying. I'm saying that I disagree with your statement that it's just oh let's if you fix one team that makes them a th- one issue makes them a threat. I am saying that you can say the same thing about Surge and Mutineers, and they would become. A threat. But the difference is, LAG do- is super close. They're a fucking hairline away from winning one or two of those. If they if they win one more map five, which I know, but that's also another sure. another two and three team competing with the likes of the Minnesota Rocker. Uh, you know, they're almost a snake away from Dallas Empire. Other two and three teams, my beloved London Royal Ravens, Chicago Optic, a fucking two and three team. All I'm saying is the difference between where LAG is and where Seattle surges is like mountains. You're also, yeah, but you're also I also crossing say that the two and three a little bit. Like, yeah, two and three overlooks how they're winning and they're losing. Well, two and, and three also overlooks. Yeah, it, it overlooks the opponents that like yeah. certain teams had to play. Like Group B was definitively better across the board, um, top to bottom. I think, in my opinion, I mean, like you look at the running through New York right now is not an easy task by any means. Um, LA Thieves also just absolutely ripping upward. Uh, like the addition of Hook as well. I think they fucking beat the shit out of LAG. Um, I I can't like, I can't really get on board with this. Just watching the games and everything, LAG's close looks further away than Surge's distant. If that makes any sense. Um, and like, I don't know. Like, it, there's a lot that Surge need to figure out. Um, especially how to play respawns and and how to play, especially with Decimate as a new player. How to win games. Um, good switch. But like, their search has been there. In, a, in some regard, and I think they do need to mock the LAG strategy of winning search and destroy maps a little bit more. But I, I agree with Nikki. They need to close out their respawns, and that's, like, the most important part of all of it. Um, yeah, but I think there's a lot of – my, my point more is that there are quite a few teams that are good on the cusp of being good. And I, I would say Surge, 
Rocker um, and Florida if they could fix the one thing. And then on the level above, it's the same of that. So I don't think it's as simple as that. And like, I also, I guess, what do you mean when you say a threat? To me, that means that they're potentially a top six, top four team. I maybe mean, both teams have, are... Maybe, so Chris, are you saying LAG, if they fix that one thing, are going to become a top six team? What I'm suggesting is for this major, I could see LAG beating Seattle and beating Optic Chicago. <laughs> The fact of the matter is that both Tell these me teams I'm are going to be fighting Tell for me the eighth spot. Um, they're they're both going to fight for the eighth spot. Like that's what it's going to come down to, and it's really like how bad do you want it? I don't agree with you. Um, I think they're out after one game, like right away. And the only thing that really worries me about Surge is is kind of what I've heard in the comms, and and they don't seem to be like as energized as a lot of other teams that that are out there. But of course, like. On the other hand of that, like people want Surge to be good. So like you're gonna hear their comms more often. I haven't heard a single like I mean LAG I think Surge is trash and they're not gonna fix this. I agree with this. We want Seattle Surge to be good. We keep betting I'm, Seattle Surge. No, I mean everybody does. Like because I think they're not going to I they're just gonna they're not going to do well. Who? There's there is a like a high chance that this is just the end of the season for them right now. Um and I'm not gonna disagree with you by any means, but at the same time, like looking at the odds on that match, I would take Surge right now. But, um, I mean, what what else is there to talk about? Like, LA Thieves loses 3-1 to New York um, with Hook. Uh, not a lot of practice there. I mean, like, if they get back into the vibes with him that they had earlier, I think it's all good, like, moving forward. Like, they picked up one of the best players in the league. Should be fine. Um, what about Dallas? Like, this is kind of the final team that I want to talk about because, of course, like, Paris loses 0-3 to Toronto. Toronto beats Paris 3-0, like, Toronto's the best team in the game right now. Like they're just hot. But Dallas, like, what's going on? I mean, I tweeted. I don't think they deserve to be in winners by any means. Um, but like, I fuck it. I don't know. I like. Well, don't worry. They won't be in winners for very long. So no, I don't be think very so. short lived. Um, I tweeted it out though. When you see Dallas get just steamrolled like that against Florida, and it's just like, what the fuck's going on? I tweeted it out. Don't. Be faked out on this. Dallas minus one against Rocker was almost a, the, one of the easier wins I've ever had. Um, going back to also phase minus two and a half versus London. Those were the, to me, those were the two easiest ones. I think Dallas is an incredibly inconsistent team. They're just inconsistent as shit. I, I don't understand their team. I don't know what's going on. They're not a team that I particularly want to bet on. I can promise you I will not be betting on them against FaZe. Um, but with that being said, they might go out and then almost win 3-2. They yeah. they could they are a team that I just have zero feel for, um, other than the one time I just destroyed it on the uh, Dallas Empire versus Rocker. I mean, I think I think that sums it up pretty well. They're, like, well-coached. They have all the resources to be a good team. Um, Envy, like, all that shit. But, like... Fuck, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a – they're bizarre, and I, I don't agree with the swap at all. I mean, I think you could have made it work with Hook, but uh, yeah, five-year pro for them? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, how do, how do you get rid of that? Um, Any other teams that you guys want to touch on at all? Like, very open to it, but I think we've gone through pretty much no, everything. I'm, I'm good. All right, so let's kind of get into it here. I mean, stage three major, of course. Um. And we have, like, first matches in the winner's bracket are Dallas Faze, uh, LA Thieves, and Mutineers. But we also have New York and Toronto up there. Who are the favorites 
who's going to win it? Um, and, and who's your dark horse? Like, who do you guys have that could pull it off if they figure something out or if they get hot like Toronto did last major? Ooh. I mean, the clear, like, I the mean, clear I still favorite. Ultra is yeah. my, my favorite uh, subline is on my, on like, on my second. Um, but I, I'm still, I still believe in phase as well. Dark horse. I want deep, I want deep value plays. This deep, give deep me dark from horse. The, from the loser's bracket. Give me something. Uh, see, I would say it's actually Thebes. Yeah, I would agree with that. They're not. They're not they're, in the losers bracket. The no, they're in the. Winners I know, but like, I'm. So you do gave me gorillas. So I'm gonna take a run in half, Gorillas though, are the best still. team. If they figure this out, that's it. They're they're the number one team. No, I just I don't believe in anyone in the losers bracket. Yeah, um, I I think I agree but, with you though. La Thieves is my dark horse as well. Um, it would take a hell of a run from them to win it all, but like, if they fit hook into this team um and with a little bit of practice and preparation like i i think i think florida's fucked match one first of all but if they're able to figure out how to put that piece in there correctly to what they had earlier hey they're pretty dangerous as a roster chris what you got i mean also like new york's the other favorite of course i mean if you guys want to just say every team then i think you guys will cover them all off um no we only talked about three Ultra, no doubt, the favorite. They lost one map the entire stage. Uh, you can tell me that their group was easier compared to phases. Sure, whatever. Um, they are playing just head and shoulders above everybody else, it seems like, right now. So been very impressed by them. Um, to your point, I actually had, was thinking Thieves as well as my little dark horse run. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pile on. Uh, you, know, you know me. I'm stubborn as can be. When I when I smell an opportunity, I'm gonna say the uh, LAG going on a little run, gonna take care of some business, beat Seattle, beat Optic, depending on who they play in round three. Would it either be Florida or uh, Empire, which I absolutely think they could beat both of those teams. So I, I'm looking to see LAG in round four. We'll see who they have to play then. It'll probably either be Subliners, LA Thieves, <laughs> Phaser, Ultra. So. I don't think they're beating any of those teams, but if I if I had to guess a team to make it to round four out of the losers bracket, give me a LAG. I'm, I mean, I also have to say it just because you know, pretty on brand with what I root for and everything. But if you don't want to see Optic make a make a losers bracket run, you're just dumb. Um, and I think like there's deeper issues than can be figured out a week before a major starts. But if they were to be figured out and that team were to start winning games and losers, I think the league is in trouble um, across the board. I think Chicago could pull it off as well. But, like, I don't have a lot of faith in it, obviously. And, again, like, very much a fan of them. Um, I think it would be interesting, though, of course. Yeah, I just uh, – yeah, I don't see it happening. It's I'm You're, just saying, you, like, you it were, would have to be a light switch. You were legally obliged to comment on them at this point, so, yes. we. we I had to. Yeah. I mean, like – It's actually in your, like, it's in your it, contract. We know. It's fine. Yeah, it's just if they flip the switch, you know, it's could be could be dangerous. Um, excited to see them on land again, you know, stage four major, by the way, on land as well. Um, going to be huge isn't for the that, game. Isn't that so weird, though, that they're going to do that? Like, here, play all your games before the major on online, but then we're all of a sudden going to spring the major, which is worth a shit ton of money and points. We're going to put that on land and just fuck well, off. I, mean, I guess because that's what matters. It is bizarre, but uh, fade Toronto on land. Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, we can kind of hop into the matches. You really think they're going to fall oh, apart? Not fall apart. I just don't think they'll be as good. Okay. We can we can hop into the matches for the stage three I tr- majors. I trust, starting... I trust Insight no matter what he's playing on. I can kind of agree with that, but the other guys... Um, I, I mean, I think you'll see a little bit of a KD reduction for him. And slaying power maybe not as great, but the other guys on that team I'm a little worried for as well. Um, let's talk about it, though. Let's hop into the stage three major. We're starting in the loser's bracket, of course. First match of the major. Boring. <laughs> um, Paris, Paris Legion versus London Royal Ravens. Obviously, London's a clear favorite here at 1.47. I wouldn't disagree with this. Um, they've looked a lot better since they switched up the roster and, and got new guys in there. But um, what what sticks out to you betting was? I think this is a London three one as long as they don't overlook the hard points. Nikki, Chris, um, this is your favorite team. It is yeah, timid. It is my favorite team. I was waiting to have the last word. Um, I agree. I think that the odds are terrible at one four seven. So I don't want one and a half. I, yeah, that's the only bet that's even remotely interesting, right? Minus one and a half at two point oh six. Um, yep. You know, there's not much trust in Paris. The only game that they won all group was against the Mutineers. So who the fuck knows? But again, these guys won five maps all all, all season. Three of them were against the Mutineers. One against Rocker, one against Dallas. So I don't have a particular particular level of faith. You know, they haven't been really messing around with their roster very much. For me, this is a London 3-1. Um, but... So I, I would put a unit on that, but I, I wouldn't put too much money on this game to begin with. Agreed. I have nothing to add, really. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot to add to this matchup. And I mean, I think the hotly debated one among us is is coming up right now with the Seattle Surge versus the Los Angeles Gorillas. Um, I, Surge, underdogs, 2.48. LAG favorites at 1.44, as Chris thinks it should be. And as the standings would tell you, it should be as well. I've got surge for the value, two point four eight. Get mad, Chris. Come on. So the <laughs> irony with everything I've been saying is that when I first looked at this game, I said, "Oh my God, what great value on Seattle at two four eight? You have to take that." Um, you know, a massive part of me wants to say Seattle surge yet again minus one and a half because when they win. They win by like at least, you know, it's 3-1 or 3-0. They do, they do not know how to close out. But to a degree, I guess they're also playing the other team who doesn't know how to close out. So I think that LAG, at, you know, I do think LAG at 144 is horrific value and you should not take that. Um, to me, if you're going to bet on LAG, you have to do it 3-2. Uh, maybe minus one and a half like seattle's gonna win a map here they are they always come out really strong when they have time to prep i had it against phase the plus two and a half because you knew they were gonna win at least one map uh it usually is you know the map one hard point and so to me you should absolutely take seattle map one you can get that value at 193 the books know that seattle usually comes out in map one um because it's the only match where it's under uh, two, you should absolutely tell, take LAG map three at 1.52 because we all know Seattle's not winning map, map three. Um, but yeah, you can get Seattle at minus one and a half scoot at 3.75. Like, I think if you're going to take the money line, you should take that too. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not interested in getting deep into the shit with Seattle this week um, or for this major by any means. I think, like, even if they pull this off, they're kind of – they've been a launching pad for Optic to figure out struggles as well. Like, Optic's had their number all year. I think they come out of this match on top. I would agree, though, that it's probably going to be a 3-2 and they have to figure out how to beat LAG in search at the end of the day. But, again, like, they don't want controls. I, I would agree with you there. Um, don't think you assess this poorly by any means. So – little credit to you, but still, I think Seattle's going to pull this off somehow. Uh, yeah, there's not really much here. I think taking LAG doesn't make sense from the odds that are currently being offered. Just the money line on Seattle Surge, I think, is the safest one. If you really want to go extra safe, you can take the plus one and a half if you think the 3-2 is, is likely um, at 1.61. But that's... We know how much we love plus one and a half. Pick. It's basically all I would consider. Um, if you're really hot on that 3-2 either way, I think the over 4.5 at 2.52 is good. Interesting. I do like the Seattle plus one and a half. I, yeah, to, I be, to be honest, I, wouldn't, I would take the over four and a half maps over the plus 1.5. Because you're hedging either way, either team wins. And if you think a plus 1.5 is, well, I mean, unless you really think that Seattle might 3-1. I really do. I just don't trust them to win a close game. Now, you also shouldn't trust LAG to win a close game, but LAG does love, I mean, mean, LAG did go 3-2 in uh, three out of their five matches. So they do love going under the wire. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I mean, like, I, I don't know, it's just, it's so hard to trust either of these teams in a winner-take-all scenario. Game five, like, so just, neither. So just bet everything. Yeah, pretty much just put your money everywhere. Um, but moving up to the winner's bracket and some more interesting games, I think, across the board. Starts with Dallas Empire versus Atlanta Phase. The agreement was that Dallas will quickly be in the loser's bracket. But assessing the value here, I mean, three five five on Dallas and 1.22 on Atlanta Phase. A little bit tough to find something to bet on Phase for... So what do you guys have? I, uh, this is one. Yeah, I just, I think, look, sprinkle a bit on Empire 355, maybe half a unit or something like that, because occasionally we've seen them. They've been doing so bad, I don't think it's worth it necessarily. But with the odds on phase, if there is an upset and a time to upset, this is it. Um, that's that's the one I would look at. Um Nikki, that is, it's that is so surprising. Shitty. It is honestly so shitty. Minus one and a half of phase, I think, is probably the yeah. best bet. I'm, I'm surprised to hear you say that because you usually hate putting money on a bet that you know is going to lose. Um, there is no fucking way that Dallas the thing is, wins. But Dallas this. is is has been the second best team. Mm, I'm not going to lie to you, all but I even when they lost, game, even when they were the second best team, phase smoked them. Yeah. All I wrote for this game was. Ha ha, goodbye Dallas. Have fun with lower bracket <laughs> run 3-0 phase. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I, I I agree with that. I don't think Dallas is taking them out. I don't I agree with that. I would do minus one and a half at 1.57 for like four units or three units, because I believe that strongly in phase in this match. And I would stack it with a one unit minus two and a half at two eight two. I agree. I think that there's No, I'd go heavier than that. You want to do two units I'd at two eight two? Two units, probably four to six on the other one. Um, it's just like, 
there's no reality where I see Dallas pulling this off, especially with the level of competition that they had to play this stage and, and the yeah. switches that they've made. Like, it doesn't seem like anything has gotten better significantly. I think they trade a little bit more, but again, like, Fellow is not Hook. Like, he can't pull a map out of nowhere for you. Like, I watched Hook get a fucking two-piece and then a three-piece to pull off a control on Raid earlier this year. Fellow's not going to do that for you. And, like, that is what they were winning on, and they don't have that anymore. And now they're playing the best team in terms of points in the game. Not the best team right now, but easily second best um, and can definitely compete with Toronto as well. So, like, this doesn't seem like Dallas is going anywhere. I don't yeah. even see the value in 355, like, at all. That's what I'm saying. I completely agree. Yeah, okay. It's just a, it, it's so tough to see because you have Dallas winning last year and now it's just like, fuck them. Yeah. Like it's, it's all, but just, to be fair, it's all at the window. But to be fair, they're doing that to themselves at this point. So I'm happy to ride. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm happy I, to ride we, the other side of this. Let's go. Oh yeah. I don't love envy either. Like we can talk about that at some other point, but I don't like their org by any means. Some of the decisions they made in the last year are kind of sus. Um, but moving on to the final match that we actually have lines for, and we can kind of talk ahead a little bit as well based on prediction. But LA Thieves versus the Florida Mutineers, I think few of us, or I guess a couple of us, are, are high on LA Thieves to maybe make the make the deep value run for the boys um, with Hook. But I, again, like Florida loves to play spoiler to anything that you think could happen. So what do you guys see here? Because it's pretty close. At LA Thieves' favorite, 1.68. Florida Mutineers underdogs at 1.99. I'm full on, full on uh, the Thieves. I think Thieves have been playing really well. They're exciting to watch. And I'm one match out of Mutineers doing decently is not enough to, to convince me. So the Thieves did really well when they got beat 3-1 to Subliners? Yeah. I mean, it was a close-ass series. It was 3-2 control that arguably you could have said that that was going to be a 3-0. This is very, it's like, it's very It's like you're saying, like, oh, losing to the number one team or, or arguably the or the, the second closest team to uh, number one team. Which I you remember earlier this year when they lost totally that series by a total of 11 points across all three maps? It's pretty similar to that, besides the fact that they got absolutely destroyed on map one hardpoint. However, they come back map four, play a really good map, and uh, unfortunately lose it. They 3 2 in control, 5-6 loss in S&D. Um, I just think, like, you know, didn't have a lot of time to practice, but now it's time to go, and you got to prove yourself. So, again, I'm on board with Nikki here. I think LA Thieves just figures it out with Hook, and, and they send Florida into the loser's bracket quickly. My only issue, actually, with Florida is just that their coach has some tricks up his sleeve, and he could prepare his team to play you on your best map better than you think you like better than you think you know it you know and that could be where this gets tricky like if you see a map pool that you think is favorable to you it might not be um i think ricky does a really good job of that and we've seen it before but uh i don't think it'll be enough to pull this off so so, so unless awakening just comes out of slumber just to be fair just to be transparent i too actually have la thieves winning this quite handily um <laughs> okay. but of course i just have to ask questions and incite a little bit of intrigue in our conversation um, but I, I will be very honest. I'm nervous by Florida. Florida fucking makes me nervous. I just, I don't have a read on them. They lose to Paris and then they destroy this past weekend, destroying Dallas three I mean, Oh, 
and like we can talk about it's just crazy i don't i this them in dallas i just have like i feel like no real feel for like they both have monumental swings in their performance and so you don't know which team you're going to get on a given map um, or a given game i i strongly believe the la thieves will win this i think minus one and a half at two four six is very delicious because i think thieves have the talent to destroy them um but fuck i have no idea like i don't like the odd like at these odds the money line honestly at one six eight i think is really really good as well um because i think i think the mutineers should be like if i saw florida at two three i might jump on florida uh but not at one nine nine. I don't think that that's anywhere close to the risk. It's also crazy because like you love. It's like nervous about Florida when I have money on them. Very nervous about Florida when I bet against them as well. Exactly. So exactly. It's, it's very frustrating. Um, any final thoughts for the first four matches? Anything that really stands out that you just picked up late? Um, anything along those lines? I'd love to just kind of hop into a little prediction here just shortly, but I'm I'm willing to hear out any final ideas. No, I agree. I, it's kind of it's hard to hard to disagree with what you guys are saying. Um, I think don't really have that much to add. I would That's guess that, be a rehash. I would <laughs> guess that the over three and a half there at one point two eight is kind of like free money. Um, I don't see either team sweeping the other. Yeah, that's it. It's one of the I don't know. It's one of those things. I don't see them. Well, actually, no. I I can, I can see. Yeah, I, I said this it. This is the problem with, with um Florida is like I was super. I kept on hoping that they would figure something out, and they just didn't. I mean, you could see this in literally every scenario. You could also see like, oh, Florida goes up two zero, and then L A Thieves does the L A Thieves thing, and reverse sweeps them. The thing here is that, like, when I look back historically at what the who the mutineers played against and how they got beaten, it's like they lost to Paris, they lost to Ultra, which is fine. That's like whatever. They beat Dallas, three um, zero. And then just they to beat... reiterate, what they beat them three zero. Like it yeah. wasn't just like. A... Um, and then they beat Gorillas, and my big question is kind of like. Do I think that the thieves are closer to Ultra, or they're closer to Gorillas? And I actually think they're closer to Ultra. I think yeah. the difference between the top six teams and the bottom six teams is significant, and so what Florida is able to, able to do, if you look at the the data and if we look historically, they barely have won against pretty shit teams yeah i mean and so it, it makes it, it it's hard for me to to kind of say like yeah they're, they're gonna upset and it's hard for me to i can't see a sweep so you know like the minus 1.5 i think at 2.46 maybe you do something there yeah it's just like they, they lose to the teams you expect them to beat they beat the teams you expect them to lose to you know it's what? Very i would probably stack money line and minus 1.5 I mean, I like the take. I like the takeaway for, as well. For LA Thieves? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would echo that. I would do a unit or two on the minus one and a half because the odds are just so good at two, four, six. And then I would do like three or four units on the money line. I completely agree. All right. Well, Sweet. let's move forward a bit. Look past it. Um, 
and kind of get into like where our predictions would take us, right? And, and what we'd be looking at next round and try to keep this a little quick as well. So we have phase winning, which would mean Toronto Ultra versus Atlanta phase. What, what What's up there? What a barn what, what do you guys think? Uh, it was an unbelievable match if it happens. Couldn't be more, I mean, could not be more excited for this match when it happens because it will happen. Um, I'm leaning towards Ultra just because they've looked so dominant. Um, the competition level in Group A is so low. They've been winning so clean. Um, yeah, but again, like... But it's still phase. It's phase. To yeah, overlook I mean, phase is silly. Phase on a day where they're hot is yeah. phase too. Like, <laughs> But I, I definitely, I, I'm predicting Ultra. I just, Ultra have looked so consistently good that it's it just it's like uh the during uh ma- the first major when phase just looked so clean you know what i think happens here i think we see a little callback to modern warfare goes five and phase just somehow pulls it off just in the most bizarre way and and they move on and toronto toronto stays hot they know that it's a they're willing to accept it and they go through the loser's bracket pretty well the thing is i i put money on uh, on ultra being the underdogs with the bookmakers in that matchup. Yeah. And Which means that I, would I take, take Ultra. Ultra. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, That's actually a really interesting point. What do you think the odds would be? I actually... Ugh. Ultra, one, eight, two, one, Ultra is going to be the underdog, and it's going to be so disrespectful. I think it's going to be like one, yeah, 1. 1.8 something... Uh, for ultra and probably a 1.5 1.6 for phase no that's not that's not how the odds would work if it was even it'd be like 1818 depending on which sport book or like even like 185 so if you're saying that phases make 17 then you'll see ultra like 195 or something yeah somewhere around there i would say that's you you uh, would have to look at like the la thieves line right la thieves are one eight one basically one seven in phase and uh florida's a 2.0 yeah, I would have a similar picture there. Um, I think it could go either way, though. You never know what the book's going to do. And immediately people will adjust it based on what they bet on if they see that. So I would immediately bet on Ultra. I really think Ultra wins this 3-2, maybe even 3-1. I just, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't I mean, think they've like... been performing as well as they should be. And I think Ultra's been so clean. I know that you want to tell me about the disparity in the groups, but... Ultra's group wasn't that bad, and they only lost lost one map the entire. No, their group time. was bad. It wasn't that bad. It was bad. It was a bad group. Like they were very bad. Well, comparatively. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go through the, I mean, Phase is clearly the best team in the other group, even though they didn't win it. But Subliners and Thieves to me are two and three right there, and Chicago. I mean, Jesus. I mean, Chicago fell off at the end. It wasn't like they were bad the entire stage, you know. It, it that's the trouble of that one. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I just don't think Group A was competitive at all. Um, and they didn't really have to do much to to get these three O's. But at the same time, like they are still hot, which I think is more dangerous than anything in Call of Duty. Moving on, however, New York would end up playing LA Thieves based on prediction. This is an interesting one as well. I mean, New York just beat them 3-1. But, uh, Chris, as you like to say, it's hard to beat a team twice. Really hard to beat a team twice. Um, however, I think I think the subliners would win this. I, I like the Thieves, and it obviously we'll learn a ton when the Thieves play the Mutineer and how they, how they are gelling. 
but the subliners are looking so nice. I was re- I was really impressed with this past weekend with their performance. Nikki, yeah, it, it, it's uh, I think they just look great. I was a bit worried when they lost the games in the previous week. I felt that was a bit concerning in the Paris one where they lost to the Ravens. Um, that should have been an easier win. It's hard for me to, to bet against them in the same way that uh, as much as the Thieves have been exciting to watch and play, uh, I, I think subliners have their number. Yeah, I, I mean, I can get on board with that. Um, and it's I think tough York... after seeing them lose 3-1 to the subliners. I think it's going to take a certain level of adjustment for LA to beat New York, especially on hard point, which has now been made their bread and butter um, by Hydra. And just his performances individually are absolutely insane. Um, so I, I would agree that I think New York moves on here, but I think it'll be a great series to watch just across the board. As long yeah. as LA takes care of business against Florida, of course. Optic Chicago versus the winner of LAG. Just real quick, Scoot, I think you're going to get to see another 3-1, either the Thieves or Subliners, and it'll be a very similar, like, super close 3-1, where it could really have gone 3-2 or either way, but one of those teams, I think, you'll see is winning 3-1. I can can agree with you there. Um, I don't see a problem with that line of thinking at all. Like, I think every map will be close, though. It'll be fun to watch. Loser's Bracket. Optic Chicago, winner of LAG, Seattle Surge. I know we have different takes on who's going to win this match, um, but what do you see happening round two? I think Optic uses it as a launching pad, hopefully, to play better Call of Duty, but again, like deeper issues, this could easily be an early exit for them. Um, It's going to, this is really going to determine like where they stand for me. I think this is a super important match just across the board. Like they're already pretty much set to make it into CDL champs, but this is like, this defines, I think, where the season heads. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I, I kind of disagree with that because I don't expect much from them. I'm more excited to see them next when we go back on land. Does the yeah. land magic happen? I can agree with that. I mean, I'm excited for land just for a bunch of players across the board. Yeah. So, sorry, they're against uh, Empire here? Sur- no, 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 Surge LAG or LAG? Okay, and then they go. Yeah, they they've absolutely it. smoked Surge all year too. Though. Yeah, they'll win it. I I don't see them losing. If they well, do, that's really. If they do, there'll be a change. They're gonna lose to LAG. So, okay. Put that, put that in your. That's a crazy prediction. You, you put you that li- into my little. Uh... You've heard it here first, kids. And by the way, it'll be a three-one. It won't even be a three-two. Oh, <laughs> that's a. That's bold. You remember when, when I LAG just gets you guys put losers. fifty. You put max it's bet. You both put a max bet on Royal Raiders. And it hit a week and, later, and it didn't hit. It hit a week later. LAG three one over Chicago. Next, you want a max bet? That All right. Was? Final final match round two losers bracket. Minnesota sits there waiting for an opponent, which we believe will be London Royal Ravens. Um, and and by all means should be. There's no reason for him to lose to Paris. I actually have London beating them right after. Um, and, and moving on to round three, which I think is where their run kind of ends, unless they draw something lucky, um, where I think they could actually beat Dallas if they end up down there. But uh, yeah, I, I I think Minnesota's time is up here, and I, I have trouble believing in them, just the inconsistencies across the board. Maybe they come out and are prepared for match one, but I think London can handle them. And London's hard point has looked like uniquely good for uh, the position they're in. So 
that's where I'm coming from on that. No, I agree. I think uh, as much as I've been a bit of a hater on London, uh, I, I they looked good recently. So they should spank Legion. And I'm just not hot on Minnesota. I just I think they they're just mediocre as fuck. Yeah. And I think the Ravens are, are potentially hot. So I, I can see the Ravens jumping through, going through to the next round as well. Ravens Dark Horse? Crazy. Ravens Dark um, Horse, I'm here for it. I was surprised Chris didn't say that. I'm here for I'm it. Shocked. You think they pull it off, Minnesota? Easy win? Um, I, I love to shit on Minnesota. Usually when I start shitting on Minnesota, they end up biting me in the ass. They beat Paris pretty handily. They barely beat LAG. They lost to the mutineers they lost to dallas they lost to ultra of course but they were the only team to take a map off ultra so worth a note but i I don't think minnesota is going to lose to london i just i think they're a little bit battle tested and they're a little bit better i i could see this being a three two i could i would love you know what will probably happen is the ravens will be up 2-0 and they get reverse swept that's probably what will happen that's that's definitely possible. Um, yeah, they, they're susceptible to that. But, I mean, we're just thinking ahead a little bit. You never know how the matches are going to turn out. However, that is all we have for the Money Hill this week. Um, and I know we'll keep it hot on Twitter, so follow us at Best of 3 Network on Twitter as well. Join the Discord, um, which is in the pinned tweet, and come chat with us about the matches as they happen live. I'm sure we'll keep the, uh, the fingers on the keyboards hot as well as the Twitter. I mean, that's pretty much all I've got let these guys see themselves out but uh again thank you for listening to another episode and we'll see you next week bye everyone toodaloo